We've been looking through 1 John, and we're going to be in there for a few more weeks as we see what God has for us. And if there's one theme that continues to come up over and over and over again in 1 John is God's love for us. His love for us. John brings it up over and over and over again. And with that love comes responsibilities for us as well. See, we need to understand that love is more than a philosophical truth that we talk about and we meditate on. Love is really a divine action aimed at you. A divine action aimed at you. And because God has aimed his love at you, you have the responsibility, therefore, to love others. That's what John keeps on coming back to over and over and over again. I love my wife. It's good news. And every so often, I say to her, Linda, or babe, I love you. She turns and looks at me and says, how come? Now she put me on the spot. You know, isn't it enough just to say, I love you? And she wants to know why. So then I have to start racking my brain. Well, you make chocolate chip cookies, and she kind of, yeah, whatever. You know, because you're beautiful. And she kind of perks up a little bit. She likes to, likes to hear that. And you're kind, and you show mercy to lots of people, especially me. You love your, your kids and your grandkids with tangible love. You pray for them. You cry over them. You like some of the shows that I like. Just don't ask her to watch anything that has Star Trek, Star Wars, or superhero attached to it. Unless you want her to fall asleep very quickly. We can be sitting on the couch and a quarter into that movie, she's like, she's out. It's not one of the things that she loves. But it's important to say, I love you to the people around you, especially to your spouse or to your children. But it's also good to be able to uh, say to them, here's why I love you. Here's why I love you. Here's what I want to provide for you or give to you. We've read over and over again, you read it over and over again in the scriptures, and in specifically as we've been looking at 1 John, we see that God loves us. God says to you, I love you. And we can respond back to him, how come? In what way? In today's passage, God tells us 
why he loves us. What his love for us is, is like. We are in 1 John chapter 4, verse 7, to the end of the chapter. I want to read it for you, and then um, just come back to it for a couple minutes to see the blessings we receive because of God's love toward us. The how comes, the whys. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not know God, who does not love, excuse me, does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God has, was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be our propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testify that the father sent the son to be the savior of the world. One of those great Awana verses that's got a good beat to it. The father sent the son to be the savior of the world. God is love. Excuse me, back up to 15. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. So we have come to know and believe the love of God, the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in his love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this love is perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment because he is also, as he is, so also we are in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear for fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not been perfected in love we love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he, um, whom he has seen, cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this is the commandment we have from him. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. God loves you. And we could say to God, how? How do you love me? Why do you love me? Now, there's a whole book here 
that can tell us how God loves us. We can start in Genesis and we can go all the way to the book of Revelation and we can see how God loves us. But let me just point out a couple things here that how God shows his love for us. In verse 7, we read that we have been born of God. God wants to love us because he wants us to be born of him. He wants us to be part of him. John goes on, and in other portions of this passage, he says, for God abides in us, and we abide in God. God loves you so that you would be born again, as John says in his gospel so that we can abide in him and he can abide in us. God loves you and shows his love to you. At the end of that verse, it says, because he wants us to know him. As we are born again, as we abide in God, we get to know him. Not just know about him, not just know the facts of Scripture. But to know him. God said, I love you so much, I sent my son to be the sacrifice for your sin. John has used this big word before. He says, talks about the propitiation of our sins. That simply means that Jesus in his death appeased the wrath of God. God's justice and his holiness demands that he deal with sin and disobedience. And apart from Jesus, that we will be the recipients of that. But in Christ, our sins have been removed. Our, the wrath of God has been turned away from us so we can know the fullness of his love. Our sins are atoned for, covered, removed. God loves us and shows his love to us in that he perfects his love in us, John writes. God shows his love and perfects that love in us by taking away fear. You know, if, if all we know about God is that mean, oh, heavenly father who sits upon the throne, lightning bolts in hand, ready to toast us, we have much to fear. But John writes that his love being perfected in us removes fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. And the punishment that we would deserve has been poured out upon Jesus. His death on the cross took our punishment. He bore it because of the love of God. And God shows his love for us in this. That while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. But by the power of God's love, Christ rose again. As John writes, we can live because Christ lives. I think it was in Linda's Sunday school class today, they were in John chapter 10 where it says, John writes, we have that Christ died that we might have the abundant life. 
the abundant, the full life. There's a little musical that came out, Christian musical, kids musical that came out years ago that Linda and I were able to get the kids to do, and it has to do with sheep. And one of the little sheep talks about God's abundant, wonderful life. And that's what we have. Because of God's love, we have the abundant, wonderful life. It's full. It's complete. We don't have to fear God. We can run to him as a heavenly father. And verse 17 says, we can have confidence in the day of judgment. That day that we will all come before God's throne and God will look at us and see the mark of Jesus upon us and Christ's righteousness and God will say, welcome, my child. Welcome. So God loves you. If you don't remember anything else today, remember this, that God loves you. And he has done everything to prove that love to you. Everything. And God's love does not stop. It continues on. His steadfast love never fails. And so how do we respond to God's love? By worshiping him with everything we've got. Heart, soul, mind, strength, talents, treasures, everything we have, we worship God. And one of the key ways that I can worship God, that you can worship God, is by loving your neighbor. Loving your brother, he says. Loving, that includes your sister as well. Loving the people that you already love and loving those who don't, you don't think deserve love at all. Loving the lovable. Loving the hated. We worship God best by turning his love back to him and back to each other. So let us give thanks for God's love and let us love one another. Would you pray with me, please? hope you've enjoyed today's message. If you would like to know more about Bethesda Church, you can check us out on the web by going to our website, which is BethesdaMB.org. That's Bethesda, M as in Mary, B as in boy, dot org. Or check us out on Facebook by searching for Bethesda Church of Huron. Have a blessed day.